0: In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Oh, holy sh! Have you actually seen Kick.com? For December 7th, 2022, this is Let's Play Daily Gaming News. Hey, what's going on? My name's Nate Bender, and welcome to Let's Play, a daily gaming news podcast where we run down everything you need to know from the gaming world in about five minutes. Coming up, Elden Ring finally gets its first DLC, and the price may surprise you, and we'll preview tomorrow's Game Awards. On Monday, popular and controversial Twitch gambling streamer Tyler Trainwreck nickname announced he's leaving Twitch for what he thinks are greener pastures. Trainwreck is sponsored by Steak.com and was streaming Steak.com content up until Twitch finally banned Steak.com and a few other gambling sites a couple of months back. Trainwreck has also been very vocal about how much he's making from Steak.com sponsorships claiming back in October that he made $360 million in the last 16 months from Stake.com sponsorships. This is important to note because Trainwreck has also announced on Monday that he's moving to a quote-unquote new streaming platform called Kick.com. Trainwreck is supposedly going to be a non-exclusive streamer and non-owner advisor for Kick.com. However, Trainwreck neglected to tell everyone that Kick.com is owned by, you guessed it, which makes Trainwreck's ranting announcement on TwitLonger even more hilarious. He had the audacity to say things like Kick.com's TOS will be redesigned to include rules on governing ethical gambling. And of course, Trainwreck wants us all to believe that a shady gambling business based in Curacao to avoid U.S. online gambling laws will write ethical gambling rules for their new streaming platform. Trainwreck also boasted about Kick.com's revenue split, which supposedly 95% goes to streamers and only 5% goes back to Kick.com, and I gotta be honest, that is a very generous revenue split. But I also have to wonder how much of that is to initially bring people to the streaming platform, to, you know, entice people to either watch or stream the most popular category on Kick.com's current beta, gambling, which Kick.com breaks down into different subcategories of gambling, really emphasizing gambling as a whole. Trainwreck finishes his twit longer with, quote, We, and we being Kick.com, will bring live streaming back to what it was before Twitch lost its way, an authentic experience between viewers and streamers. And to be clear, neither Trainwreck nor Kick.com will bring an authentic streaming experience for anyone. Kick.com is just a dollar store knockoff of Twitch that's run by the sketchiest gambling outfit on the internet. All the way back in March, Elden Ring data miners have been speculating on what these inaccessible coliseums would be, with most theories coming to the conclusion that these coliseums would be added with the first-paid DLC. Which brings us to today. From Software has released the free Coliseum DLC. In the trailer, it shows off a bunch of Maidenless Tarnished fighting with various weapons, brawling in the three coliseums in the game. Limgrave, Lindell, and Kaelid, though what's interesting is FromSoft has shown off different modes of PvP. Obviously, there's the Soulborn staples like 1v1 battles, though in one of the 1v1 matches briefly shown off, you were able to summon Ashes of War, which is not possible in Elden Ring's open-world PvP. From also showed off 2v2 and 3v3 battles along with what looks like a free-for-all mode. Overall, it's actually quite surprising that FromSoft is pushing a free DLC. In the past, most FromSoft games got their three paid DLCs and PvP arenas were always added in one of those DLCs. While I'm not the biggest fan of PvP, this free DLC does have me excited, because it suggests that Elden Ring's paid DLCs will most likely be story-focused. The Game Awards announced their 31 categories and numerous nominees for tomorrow night's award show. And while I'd love to go over all 31, I'm just gonna go over the most interesting ones for this year. Starting with Game of the Year. Nominees are A Plague Tale Requiem, what I'm sure will be the winner Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicle 3. While I think we're all pretty certain that Elden Ring is going to win this category, there are a lot of good games on this list this year, and in particular Stray, which was a lovely break to play as a cat wandering a city full of robots. Best Score and Music nominees are A Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Metal Hellsinger, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Again, Elden Ring has some of the best breathy and ambient music that I've heard in a game, and it transitions really well into the epics that help emphasize the magnitude of those boss fights, though Metal Hellsinger is a great game about killing demons to the beat of heavy metal music. Metal Hellsinger features many different heavy metal artists like Alyssa from Arch Enemy, Matt Heafy from Trivium, and Serge Tankian from System of a Down. Moving on to the last category that caught my eye, Games for Impact. This award is, quote, for a thought-provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message. And the nominees are A Memoir Blue, As Dusk Falls, Citizen Sleeper, Endling, Extinction is Forever, Hindsight, and I Was a Teenage Exocolonist. While I haven't had the chance to personally play really any of these games, mostly to them being visual novels or interactive storytelling, which really isn't my wheelhouse, but looking at all the trailers for these games, some of their narratives really jumped out at me. Like a Memoir Blue, which is an interactive poem telling the story of a star athlete and the bond she has with her late mother. And the Switch exclusive Hindsight, which is an interactive story about a woman whose story unfolds through packing up and moving after a loss, specifically reliving past parts of her life when you interact with objects within the game. Both of which take a very nuanced approach to loss that isn't really explored in gaming. Overall, there's just way too many categories to cover, but there's still time to go and vote for who you think should win each award this year. A link will be provided in today's show description. All right, well, that's going to do it for today's episode of Let's Play. Make sure you subscribe so you can come back tomorrow for even more video game news. Follow us on TikTok at Let's Play Gaming News and leave us a podcast review on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Podcast Addict, and CastBox. Story selection and writing by Aaron Pillen. You can follow him on Twitter at Lloyd underscore RNG. You can follow me on Twitter at Nate Benderama and catch me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash limitbreak radio. My name's Nate Bender. Keep listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.